All right. Continuation of the conversation. You just didn't want like a three hour. Long episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I could talk. Oh. I could talk about like this game in this series yeah. for hours, man. Damn, I was I was thinking about creating a Reddit, no cap, just to just to just start putting stuff out there to see what type of feedback I would get back. Yeah, and or like a create like a Reddit post or like a a, sub, a whole subreddit. I was probably a post, and then if that picked up traction. Because, like, um, there is yeah. a there is a Last of Us Reddit, like, subreddit. Yeah, there, yeah, definitely. And, definitely. like, you know, I've, I – they've done a really great job with the leaks that happened with the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I was very surprised that I didn't really have anything spoiled for me. I knew right. that there was um, – a, like I saw a like a f- comment on either Facebook like a Facebook article or like a YouTube comment section where like somebody said something along the lines of like uh like main character getting beat with a golf club and I was like yeah. I was like okay like I'm gonna be expecting a golf club now and when you know when Abby picks up that golf club it's like oh shit okay like I know I know how this is gonna end but like Aside from that, like, I I didn't really see anything else. Um, but yeah, like that subreddit did a really great job of like locking the thread down. Like, they ha- I think like every post and comment was like had to be approved by moderators and stuff like that. And then obviously the yeah. game's out now. Like they're um, allowing like other posts and like there's you know there you have to have like the spoiler caption and it's like blurred out and stuff like that. Right. And I've gone through there in the last couple hours after beating the game and you know there's a lot of like flaming hot takes and you know it's maybe (laughs) not the the most healthy place to exist uh i think both if you really like the game or if you really didn't like the game um because it's just like i don't know the the conversation around this game is going to be really interesting over the i mean pretty much the next few years like forever like the way the first game is just so still talked about a lot to this day and it's like you know seen as one of the best games of all time and like this one like i this game is like in terms of a video game like miles better than the first one but like people have issues with the story and you know i a lot of people not even playing it all the way through and making these Mm -hmm. like outlandish comments i wonder how this game is gonna sit with people like years down the road like I think it'll be one of those things that's just like it's not necessarily a paradox, but it's just one of those games that'll meet like some weird standard of having an exception because mm-hmm. of like how good the first one was, but how controversial the second one was, even though it was a <clears throat> what was it? Somebody I was listening to it said it's a great it's it's a high quality piece of garbage. That's that's how that's how they framed it. They're like everything is perfect. <laughs> except for your opinion about the story. Yeah. It's really just an opinion. Like you can take it or leave it how you want, mm-hmm. but the game is still it's it's a, it's still a good game, just not what I, you may have it wanted. It set a new standard, man. Like yeah. any, you know, like I'm a primarily a PlayStation player, like I don't really play like I don't play any of the, like the Xbox exclusives cuz I mm-hmm. don't own the machine. Um Yeah. But and I've like always been that way. Like I've, you know, PlayStation three, PlayStation four, like I've played pretty much every, 
I think exception, the exception of days gone, I never finished. I do want to go mm-hmm. back and finish that one though, but, um, and Death Stranding didn't, that one, that one just didn't click for me, which was very odd because I'm a big Hideo Kojima fan, but that one right. for whatever reason didn't click with me. Um, right. but you know, every time one of these, I guess like PlayStation studios is what they call them now. It's like these first party mm-hmm. games come out. It's like, it sets a new standard. Like Uncharted 4 came out and you're like, I didn't realize the game could look this good. And then like, you know, the next game yeah. comes out. It's like, oh, it sets a new standard for gameplay. Like yep. God of War mm-hmm. comes out. It's like, wow, the gameplay was phenomenal. And this story is unbelievable. Yep. This game comes out and like, you know, I don't think people are going to be talking about like, wow, this, you know, I love the story. But like mm-hmm. the way the story was told and like mm-hmm. the, the like the graphics of the game and like the way the game plays, like it's by far the best stealth game since probably Metal Gear Solid Five, yeah, and it's not even me, close. Dog. Like you're not even close. Yeah. And yeah. like graph, like you know the way that game looks. Like I was constantly in photo mode, just like snapping screenshots right? and stuff. Like it's unbelievable mm-hmm. how good it looks. Yeah. Um, and you know, like gameplay, it's just like it's so fluid. Like it, and I like it really I, is. I have a I struggle to. I mean, obviously, we're approaching the next generation of consoles, and like the um, overall potential for games is gonna obviously raise several several bars. But like, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a minute, I think, until we see another game that like reaches this level of achievement. Like, again, whether or not you like what this game told you you like there's you just can't deny that it's like it's one of the best games ever made like yeah for it's sure. for it's sure. just it's unbelievable hands down hands down i mean there's only right now for me uh there's only two games uh that haven't dropped yet that could possibly do the same amount of i guess have the same amount of success or do as mm-hmm. well or they could put completely just fall all over the floor. And that's Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. And that's Cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, but granted, those are two games that um, they're both, th- those games aren't exclusive to uh, PlayStation. Uh, Ghost, of, Ghost of Tsushima is Cyberpunk, um, isn't it? The, 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 for me, it's, it's one of those things where, like, are, are they going to tell a story? as well as Naughty Dog Will. And that's that's a big thing for me. It's like, I don't need the gameplay to be amazing mm-hmm. if the story is going to be decent. Yeah. Um, and I mean, when you have like, what is it, CG, CD Project Red doing yep. Cyberpunk, it's kind of like, well, I mean, The Witcher was what they say almost a masterpiece. I mean, mm-hmm. I clocked in like 100 hours in that game, still yeah. haven't beaten it. So it's yep. kind of like, but the story in that drawing was like, Everything had a backstory. Everything had history, and then the gameplay for the time was that was a solid. That was a solid game. But going back to The Last of Us, I mean, you're right. Like I didn't, I don't think I had an issue with uh, any real glitches or like frame rate drops or anything no. like that. At least that 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 I noticed um, in the entire time I played. And I played it for like almost 12 hours at a time yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i I beat it in like four sittings this was wild (laughs) yeah yeah it's wild it's wild so there's that um i want to talk a little bit about uh i guess the 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 world the the settings the environment how did you 
How did you feel about kind of the first quarter of it being open world and then it becoming a little linear? Mm -hmm. It kind of reminded me of the most recent Final Fantasy game, not the remake. Um, 15. Uh, yeah. Um, in the sense that like half of that game was really open world yeah. and, and it just became linear for the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. It was like, you go here, you do this, you do this, end of story. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt here. Um, I was kind of hoping for more of like a, a Ghost Recon Wildlands kind of thing where it was like when you pick up those photos and Ellie sees the photos of all the people that were in the room, mm -hmm. I thought it would be more like, bet, we're going to track down these people in Seattle mm -hmm. and I can track down in any order I want yeah. as long as there's priority set. Yeah, um, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, which I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dissatisfied by it because I like the idea. Like, I like the fact that that first half of the game was really like, you explore these five question marks on the map, mm -hmm. open some, open some uh, vaults or uh, what are they, what are they called? Lock boxes. Yeah, that's not what they're called. Safe. Uh, there it is. Which to interject um, for a quick second, the safe yeah, thing in in this game, I don't know if you noticed, but like, so in in the first game, obviously there were safes, and it was like. It was at a very basic level. I mean, the game is like seven years old at this point, but it's like you would find a note that had the combination for it. Then all of a sudden you can press triangle on the safe and it opens. In this game, you find a note, it has a combination, and then you have to input the input it for it to yeah. open. The mm -hmm. first safe I encountered, I didn't find the note right away. I found the safe first. And I was like, all right, well, okay. I didn't find a note, but I have to input a code. I wonder if I can crack this thing. You can open yeah, every one of those yeah, safes without getting a co like yeah. the combination there's just a distinct sound when you get to the number like mm -hmm. i i probably like i got a lot of the collectibles and a lot of the notes and like artifacts the first playthrough there's a few that i need to go back and right. get but like i right. would find these notes with the combination but like i wouldn't even like pay attention to the combination I, I would find it so much fun just to go through every single number like click and then yep. go to the next one. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. continue with um, what you're saying. Ellie gives dialogue on that. Like, it's very brief, but uh, I think Dina's like, how did you do that? And she's like, uh, it was something along the lines of, like, it's something I picked up along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Where, like, that's it was right. like, and it was like, that's just, I wish there was just, there were more things that, like, showed, like, her learning survival skills. Like, the crawling in between the cracks in the wall, mm -hmm. like, that was I like that concept. They're like hiding under the trucks. I'm yeah, the trucks. I, I like wish there concept, was more of it, that. The because like yeah, the, when they introduced that gameplay mechanic, uh, at like I think it was that same E3 in 2018 where they showed the thing with Dina. Then it like has this awesome cut to like Ellie just like ripping, like cutting somebody's throat, and like it goes into gameplay and like they highlight the fact that you can go under cars and stuff. I wish you could go under like every car. It was like, yeah. it was very much set up in a sense where it's like, okay, I can go under this one, but like, that's really it. Like there was a couple in every area that you can go under, under but yeah, you know, it's not a big gripe that I have, but I wish it was like, all right, well, if you're going to let me go under a car, why can't I go under every car? Like it's, I don't know, but. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, though, like, I like going into, like, the small coffee shops mm -hmm. and the, the mini stores and, like, having to turn your flashlight on for certain areas to find things, um, swimming underwater to get to uh, certain caverns was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but that's similar to the first game. The first game was really good at 
putting stuff or hiding stuff in the cut that you had to definitely go look for. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the, the, the weather patterns was definitely yeah. accurate to, yeah. yeah, I've never been, but I am very, um, knowledgeable on mm-hmm. the weather there. And I was like, this is, this is solid. This is definitely what I would expect it to be like there. Yeah. Um, at any given point, like one thing that did bother me though, was, uh, Whenever it rained, somehow you always found Abby with her biceps out. I was like, anytime it's raining, she always ends up with her biceps yeah. out. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, she's always like, dude, she was yaks, man. Like, And at first it was like unsettling a little bit. I was like, dude, why is she so ripped? Like, you know, yeah. not saying that like a female can't look that way, but it was like, it, it was very jarring. Because, like, every other mm-hmm. female that you see in this world doesn't look that way. I was like, okay, right. interesting. And then, like, you know, you peel back the story and it's like, you find out that Joel killed their father and she's on this revenge mission. And I was like, holy shit. Like, she would skip all these, like, moments in intimacy with Owen to go train. Because, like, yeah. she was, like, just dead set on, like, I'm going to get. I'm going to build myself into a stone cold killer, like super soldier. And I'm going to find this man. I'm going to kill him. And I was like, you know what? That's badass. Like, it's like, yeah, it's such an me. obvious, like physical thing that you see in her, but it's like, yeah, it's so nuanced in the fact that it's like, Oh wow. She was like, they never explicitly say it. I don't think, but it's like, yeah, I'm just pretty much just getting shredded so I can give Joel mm-hmm. what he deserves. And I thought it was really Bro. cool. She's the Captain America of the post-apocalypse. Yeah, world, dude, she's so dude. Those forearms are like bigger than my head. Like, bro, or, they were flexing. Yeah. Like, even when you're running, they're flexing. I was like, Jesus, bro, what are you flexing on? Yeah, but <laughs> that's a that's a yeah, that's a good point. Um, I do wish that there was more like element element like I guess executions and whatnot. I mean, there was a lot of, like, repetitive animations with, like, the sneaking up on somebody. Yeah. Um, them in the neck. I wish there would have been more like a, I can move this desk over here and make the, make it seem like the AI would be like, huh, that wasn't there a few minutes ago. Because they were, mm-hmm. when they were releasing the game and talking about it, they were saying that there was a lot of improvements on how the AI thought there would be a lot more accessibility to do things, which there was, but at the same time, it was still, like, Still felt very limited like i was hoping to like jump off a ledge yeah and like stab someone in the neck yeah and i didn't see that it was like ellie's supposed to be super nimble right yeah why is she not jumping over everyone and everything to kill but mm-hmm. i mean it's to, to be expected i mean they wanted to focus on specific things yeah i do feel a type about the guns they had though but no you were gonna say something yeah so like i mean with the the i wish like the animations like the animations are stunning like when you like start to like cut somebody's throat and like they're reaching like for for your hands to like push you away and like the facial animation it's like really really dark and like you know it it makes you feel i think by the end of the game you're like kind of like a little over it you're like i don't really feel bad about killing all these people anymore but like at the beginning of the game you're like oh god i don't know if i really want to do this like this is it's rough and you know adding all the like every single one of those enemies has a name and like you kill somebody like you shoot somebody in the head and like the person if they see it's like brett no or like you kill the like you have to kill one of the dogs it's like they 
they scream out and stuff like that. It's like it yeah. made each death feel like it had weight, uh, which yeah, I think like the sure. first one sure. didn't have. Like it was just like, yeah, I'm just going through. I'm just killing all these people and I don't really care. This one, it felt like right. I there was a moment in like in the game. I guess like a stretch uh, in the game where I was like, all right, I think I want to try to do this with killing as few people as possible. Cause like, this is, it's just yeah. a lot. And when you just constantly mm-hmm. doing it and seeing all this brutal, violent death, it's like, all right, man, like maybe I should try to do this a little bit less and try to get away yeah. through stealth or just run, which I thought was a really cool thing that you could just completely run from areas um exactly. they had that in the first game a little bit but like this one it felt like you could really just like run and be chased and get away yeah like for sure the first one is like you can run and get chased and you probably die um mm-hmm. but this one felt like you had you definitely had options um oh yeah with sure. what you were doing I, i'm definitely happy that i was able to finally outrun a clicker <laughs> enough to like go and like regroup and then retry again this is the yeah. first game bro like was behind you, bro. You weren't getting away. Like they were Mach five, yeah. bro. Track star. I don't know how <laughs> they were doing it, bro. But this one, it was like I can actually get away, and then I can hide for a couple seconds, heal, do what I need to do, and then I'm back on the wave. Yeah. Um, when I played, because I was playing my two other friends that were playing it, um, they were talking to me about it, and it was interesting them telling me like how they were playing the mm-hmm. game, and they they're both playing it totally different yeah. than me. And it was like it was interesting because like the way I was playing it is like I was just saving up all the bullets yeah. I needed. Because the first my first playthrough I played on moderate because I was like I'm not too sure what to mm-hmm. expect. So I'm playing it and I'm like halfway through I realized like I had way too many I had just way too much yeah. ammo because I wasn't using it because I just I was the I prefer to play the stealthy way. There's just something fun yeah. about like the going prone mm-hmm. in the grass, throwing the bottles, breaking windows and whatnot. Um, and that, that for me was just interesting. But then my friend is like, bro, I upgraded I upgraded the uh, hunting uh, pistol all the way. That thing is super strong. That's like all I yeah. use. And then like the flamethrower. It's like I only used the flamethrower when I was in the basement at the yep, hospital. Yep, me too. It's me the too. only time I yep. needed it. Because like other than that, you really weren't getting overwhelmed yep. if you played smart. Mm-hmm. And as long as you were moving, there was like no issue. Because one of my friends, he was just like, I don't know how you're like, how are you moving around as much as you are? I was like, well, it's a, the whole point is to stay, like, keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. You never want to stay in the same place. Cause like the enemies will definitely like walk over to where oh, you yeah. are and then they don't miss for some reason, this AI that they, they do not miss. If they're shooting at you, they're yeah. going to hit you if you're out of cover. So it was like, I got it. You got it. You got to play smart. Yeah. Like I played, I played through it on hard. Um, I was debating whether or not mm-hmm. I wanted to just like jump into survival because I was playing so much of the first one leading up to this. But I was like, you know what? Like, yeah. I do really want to take in the story and I don't want to have to like repeat sections too many times uh, and like lose the right. pacing of the game. Um, but I like, I'll go as far to say I don't think this game is as difficult as the first one. Um, but I think it's also because the AI is way smarter. So like, if if you do mm-hmm. get caught, you're dead. Like, it's just, they're gonna get you. Yeah. But I felt like the first one was so much harder because, like, the AI is kind of broken and, like, can somehow just, like, grab you from, like, really far away because, like, they trip through, like, an animation or something. But this game is so polished that, like, I think it's easier 
to do what you actually want to do. Like you can make Ellie and Abby mm-hmm. do the actions that you envision in your head. Yeah. But like if For one sure. small mistake and you're hitting that continue button and like retrying it again, because it's like they're they're gonna get you. Like the aim is right. wild. Like I there was plenty of moments in the early on trying to kind of figure out like the dodge mechanic and stuff, which I thought was an awesome addition. Um like yeah. You know, if I were to get caught, I would just try to like rush the like the enemy if they were close enough, and like they would just pop every shot, and like I just couldn't get close. Like, and this is only running like I don't know, maybe like fifteen feet. Like they're not that far in front of me, and just like every shot, they just don't miss, and I end up dying. But yeah, you know, like the game definitely rewards you for trying to do the whole stealth thing as much as possible, and like you can run and gun, but it just makes the game way harder um yeah yeah i think it makes you slower too to be honest because at that point it's just a lot of like if you're gonna run and gun you got to do a lot of run duck cover mm-hmm. run duck yep. cover it's a lot of like stop and go stop and, and you're go. wasting so many resources um, that you just don't need to waste like mm-hmm. you know yeah. not every one of these sections is gonna give like replenish all that for you and like you know if you somehow I, do get through the section for the most part through stealth maybe you only have to like use a couple bullets and you are in a section that has a lot of resources, well, you didn't use any, and now you have way more. And like when you get to moments, yeah. you know, like these like pseudo boss fights, which I don't love that they really exist in this game, like in these games, because um, mm-hmm. it feels yeah. it feels very video game. Like I, I get that I'm playing a video game, but like The Last of Us yeah. for me, like there's always the comparison that it's like, oh, well, it's just a movie. It's like, okay, like, yeah, it's like a movie because the story is like really good and like really yeah. well told and stuff like that. But like, just gameplay mechanics, like you're doing a lot of killing in these games. But like, when they add the boss fight, it's like okay, now I'm really playing a video game, and it kind of takes me out of it. For me, like I play mm-hmm. these Naughty Dog games, and I like love these games so much because it's like I feel like I'm in control of these characters it feels like I'm playing a playable movie. And like, I say that in like with praise. Cause like, I love movies too. Like movies and video games are like how I consume my media for the most part. And it's like, I love the fact right. that it's like, I can actually interact and like feel the weight that these characters, like <clears throat> the weight of the actions of these characters through a game. So then when you throw in like that boss mm-hmm. fight that like, when you're in like ground zero, like the basement of that hospital and there's like that, crazy looking infected thing it's like i think from a storytelling and world building is really cool it's like okay this thing is like 25 years old because like nobody has been touched here since outbreak day Mm -hmm. that i think is really cool but the fact that i had to fight that thing in like a box and like there was resources everywhere it's like okay now it feels like i'm playing like resident evil i'm like i don't love this but yeah yeah definitely 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 um i i agree um even that one, the the two times you fight like the giant brutes with the sledgehammers, I kind of just felt yeah. like this is realistic and all, but like I really, it feels more like a game. Like it's like a mini, like, can you beat a human one-on-one that's like super durable? And it's like, well, yeah, obviously, like it's not hard to, but it's just like there could have been a better way to go about it. I'm not going to lie, though. When you're in the village and you cut that dude, you hack into that dude's face and he's kind of just like, Aah! yeah, yeah, yeah. This is definitely like intense, but like at what cost 
did we all right whatever sure let's 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 keep rolling with these punches. yeah like those like but quick time event I, type fights well I, they're not really quick time events but like like that fight in particular at the end of like when you're on the island uh as abby and then at the end of the game uh when you're ellie fighting abby it's like those i don't have too much of an issue with because like those are i think like very grounded in like what's actively happening in the story like it's like okay like mm-hmm. i'm fighting this person to either accomplish this goal or to save this person but like for me it was like you know like in i guess like you know it's a little contradictory but like in the first game like when you uh there's like that quote boss fight like with david like it's like yeah. okay like this feels like a video game like if i touch this plate david's gonna run and ki- like come run over here and come kill me like um mm-hmm. or you know even in part two when you are abby and like for a second you think you're gonna be killing ellie it's like yeah. what is this like that was tough like i like that i like that twist yeah that i mean cool dude i for a second there i was like it, again i was like saying it earlier it's like the story does such a good job of just flipping everything around that it's like i mm-hmm. like i didn't i didn't want to do what i was doing like i wanted to see yeah. what would happen next and like see the story that naughty dog was trying to tell me but like, i did not want to commit these actions which is like mm-hmm. something that i really 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 like about these games and like early you were talking a little bit about like the open world of seattle and stuff like that and yeah i I really, really like that section. And I don't know if, do you play any of um, the Lost Legacy, that Uncharted, like, expansion? Yeah, bro. Man, I am, there's only, so, for me, the only, the, the Uncharted series is my favorite series of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, second to Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Uncharted has been, like, since day one. When I played Uncharted 1, I was like, yeah, these boys onto something and then uncharted 2 came out yeah masterpiece yeah and then three was and then four came out and like you said earlier four was just like it was the icing on the cake like they did everything right yeah um, with that one so yeah so i mean like in in like the lost legacy like they introduced a lot of the mechanics like it it was it was pretty clear because like they wrapped a production on Uncharted 4 and then immediately kind of shifted all focus to The Last of Us. But they, and you know, they were working on The Lost Legacy as well. And you can see that The Lost Legacy was a little bit of like a trial and error with mechanics they were looking into adding for, for The sure. Last of Us. So like, for you sure. know, the the way like you read notes and like some of the journal stuff that like was in the uncharted series and like yeah yeah, yeah even yeah, that yeah, you know yeah. that open world section in downtown seattle it's like that's kind of how lost legacy works and lost legacy mm-hmm. i think works a little more to the point you were talking about earlier that you wish that you could like pick out through the pictures who you wanted to go after first yeah like Lost Legacy yeah. had a little bit of like, okay, well, which one of these like ruins do I want to like go to first? Like you have to finish all of them, but you can kind of do them in whatever order. Yeah. But that yeah. area in downtown Seattle felt very much like that, um, where you can kind of just go wherever you want, whenever you want, in whatever mm-hmm. order, and kind of experience those things as you kind of go through them. Um, and I like that in the moment, but I did like it that it kind of just like shifted back to like a linear 
focused game that had like very open combat areas where it like yeah. felt like okay i can kind of go anywhere i want here um you never felt like you were boxed in like maybe in the first one right um but like you know again like kind of like what i said earlier when i play these games i'm looking for more of like a movie like experience so like the less choice that i have and like the more it's like hey this is how this is gonna go and you kind right. of just have to shut up and deal with it i like that because i like i feel you are more often than not given a more i don't know like grounded and emotional story when it's like just being told to you like it's like hey here's what i've spent all this time working on right like with creators and naughty dogs like yeah. we spent seven years on this game here it is like yeah you don't really have a say as to how this is going to go. You I just agree. need to experience this. And like, yeah, I, I love open world games and like open world RPGs where you can kind of create your own story. Mm -hmm. But I also like that in the video game world, it, like there is a section of games where it's like, you know, you don't get a choice, like whether or not you like this or not, like this is our story and we're going to tell it. And we, for the lack of a better term, do, don't really give a fuck how you what you think of this right. like i'm sure neil Druckmann is like sitting back like you know there's people all like shitting all over this game and for the decisions that he's made but he's like i told my story like yeah and it's obviously resonating with people whether or not it's positive or negative like it's make like people are talking about it so it's like i'm sure he's just fine like yeah 100 bro I, I mean i put in the effort it, to write an amazing story um and a lot of the times, the stories that we find to be the greatest are the stories that we're not, that don't turn, they don't turn out the way we, we anticipated them to. Yeah. Which, which is a good thing. I mean, which is, I guess, a good, a good reason, a good thing for why, you know, like, I mean, it does speak volumes that they, like, Joel dies early on. Because, I mean, mm -hmm. it does, it does set, like, a tone, like, mind you, he's dead. So you're going through this game with the memory of somebody already yeah it's kind of like okay that i can i can live with that as it being part of a game um so like yeah you i mean you're not you're not wrong you're, you're not wrong at all yeah um, this this game like very like very much felt like you whenever it felt like you were like really mad about something or you were really like sad about something or you were really happy like anytime you were feeling these like extreme emotions mm -hmm. I like I think that was like the that was the intent because that was what the characters were feeling. Yeah. Like when Joel dies, right? And like people just stop playing the game because they're so mad. I'm sure Ellie wished she could just stop. And it's like yeah, fuck all could. of this. Yeah, right. But yeah, like exactly. you can't. Like you you gotta like you have to see this through. Like, you know, because right. I like I think one of my favorite parts of this game, and I'm excited to go back through it and kind of like see how much things kind of like were right there in front of you early on in the game that you like didn't pick up on because like you didn't know where the story was going mm -hmm. but like the fact that the game starts kind of towards the beginning of the game like joel comes to um i guess like i don't know how like they never explain it like is ellie like living on her own or is it like in Joel's like shed in the back? Like it's it it's kind of like it it, it does it like I don't know because like, you kind of see a bigger house and then you see like Ellie's like yeah. domain. Um, mm -hmm. 
but like all right what like joel comes to like ellie's room let's just say and uh you know is being very like awkward and dad-like um and he's like oh you know tommy told me this joke or whatever when we were out or whatever it's like oh you know what was the joke he's like i can't remember and like ellie's like pretty much like oh like dad like i gotta wake up in the morning like you're being annoying like leave and you know joe's like oh just really quick and he has that guitar and comes in and sings future days by pearl jam uh Mm -hmm. to her and i mean though the first two lines of that song like sets up the like thematically the entire game and like those two lines it's like if i ever were to lose you i'd surely lose myself Mm -hmm. right and like you look at ellie and you look at abby right um so like for ellie right she loses joel and she lost it like Mm -hmm. you know ellie wasn't always like the most ideal or like perfect person because she's obviously went through some shit in her life Mm -hmm. but like she i think finally at a sense at that point when that song was being sung to her was like all right, like I'm kind of comfortable where I'm at with with Joel, and like I have, I guess like you know a family now. Like, right? You know, and then they peel back later. It's like okay, this wasn't all happy for a long time because uh, mm-hmm. of the whole Firefly thing from the first game. But she lost it like after he died, and like she wasn't Ellie anymore. Like she was going after revenge, and it's like she lost herself. Mm-hmm. And then Abby, you know, she loses her dad and then she loses it, right? Like she was this Mm -hmm. kind, sweet girl, like, you know, loved her dad, like loved this group that she was with. Like you could see that she was like starting to like build that relationship with Owen that her dad was like getting keyed into. And then her dad dies and she lost it and like immediately like forgets that relationship with Owen for the most part and is like solely thinking about the day that she gets to get revenge on joel um so like i don't know that game and the fact that it keeps coming back throughout whether ellie tries to sing the first few words and then stops or my favorite moment was like the end of the game um uh when she she was missing the fingers dog (laughs) well so it's like she tries to play that song yeah 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 yeah. and she like she doesn't have the fingers it's like Fuck one last time this thing comes back and like she can't. And I feel like what that means, I'm like I haven't entirely kind of settled on something, but it's like mm-hmm. my initial reaction is like, okay, like that part of her life is is like closed. Whether mm-hmm. or not wh- where she's headed, who knows? I like yeah. I'd like to think she's headed back to Jackson to try to like reconcile with dina if that's where she headed but like um mm-hmm. yeah no, just like the symbolism of that song is something that like i i think that pierces through the entire game and like yeah. just justifies why a lot of these people did these actions mm-hmm. um yeah yeah you're, you're right you're right i mean it's it's just crazy how many things like when you pay attention to it how many things are really like relative throughout the entire story the the music is that that's one thing i mean even some of the quotes that like they would go back and forth on um i don't remember too many of them but it was just like 
it's just crazy the 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 relationship that you really have with Ellie as a as a, as a person playing the game, and then you linking that relationship to Joel and like knowing like they really have a sentimental relationship. Like mm-hmm. regardless of what happens, you know, it was like Joel always had her back. That was mm-hmm. one thing that was like wild to me. It was like you have a team behind you, you know what I'm saying? But like yeah. nobody is nobody is Joel. Like the whole thing with the guy Seth in the barn. It was yeah. like it was crazy. Like she was so angry at the fact that like she had that he had lied to her that she couldn't see like I'm always gonna be there for you. Like that that hurt me. The fact that like you see him like on the cusp of crying. Yeah. And he's like, Well, we can try I can try to forgive Yeah, you. that that That's moment, man. Like because you see all these all these moments through the relationship post the first game. And like mm-hmm. for me, my interpretation of the ending of the original was that she, you know, she has that like long sigh and then just says, Okay. Mm-hmm. My interpretation was that um she knew right then and there that Joel was lying to her, but yeah. was okay, like not okay with the fact that it happened, but it's like, okay, it happened and we need to move forward. Right. Mm-hmm. That like, I don't think that like is entirely true to how they moved forward in the second game. But the fact right. that it's like, she, she definitely knew that something was up because like, yeah. she kept looking into it. Then, you know, that culminated into her going back to that hospital and finding out what happened. And then yeah. like completely cutting Joel out of her life. Yeah. you assume it's like i i'm gonna go back to jackson but we're done like yeah. that's it and then like i you know you you're led to assume that the next real like interaction that they have probably aside from like just like awkwardness being in the same settlement is that moment uh where he pushes seth and like mm-hmm. she loses it on him so like what the fuck is your problem like like why would you do that or whatever and it's like i don't need like i don't need your help joel and he's like okay then and yeah i they like from where that scene exists in the game you're led to believe for a while that that's the last thing that she said to him and like and what like when that happened and like the scene ends (laughs) another moment where i had to pause and like i just like leaned i was like is that the last thing she said to him before he died i was like that would make so much sense as to like why she like she's on this berserk mission because it's like she's living with that guilt that somebody that saved her life whether regardless of if that's what she wanted or not mm-hmm. in a way died because of her and like that was her struggle yeah. in the first game like my fate my favorite scene and and like it still holds up as my favorite scene it's from the first game uh where joel and tommy go after Ellie after Ellie catches wind that Joel's trying to like shove her off. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, you know, she's like, Oh, is this really all like people ha- like all, all these people had to deal with like boys and stuff like that. And, you know, Ellie goes into, it's like, you know, like I've lost people too. And Joel's like, you don't know what loss is. It's like, you know, they're getting, they're kind of getting into this argument and Ellie goes like, everybody in my life has died or left me. And then mm-hmm. like, except for you. And goes into like, you know, I guess my favorite scene in the game because yeah. it shows it's like Ellie's like lost yeah. a lot and is trying to express this yeah. to Joel, who mm-hmm. thinks that she's just some dumb kid. And it comes back a little bit later at the end of the game, in the last conversation they have right before the ending. It's like, 
you know, Tess like dying because of me and like Hen like uh not Henry uh Sam like dying and stuff like that. Like it can't all yeah. be for nothing. Like mm-hmm. my life like she thought that my life meant something and like these people dying were like sacrifices that needed to be made. So I mm-hmm. like that she could be the savior of the rest yeah. of humanity. And then yeah. she was, and Joel rips it away from her. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you understand why she's on this like revenge mission almost. Cause it's like, he like was always there for her. And I think was starting to finally realize that. And it's like, yeah. okay, like I get it. This dude did a, incredibly horrible thing to protect me but at the end of the day he was trying to protect me and always will yeah um and like it's why she loses it the way she does and then like you have that scene a little bit later where uh she kind of comes to him after the party or whatever and like it's like i think the line was like uh like i don't think i can forgive you but like i'll like i'll I'll like at least try or something like that. Yeah. And Joel, like you were saying earlier, like Joel starts crying and it's like, fuck, it's like that almost makes it even worse. Like mm-hmm. that they were about to reconcile and then he dies. It's like, God yeah. damn it, man. Yeah. And like you, there's that, uh, there's that moment with Dina and Ellie. I think they're already in Seattle maybe. And like, no, 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 they're not. They're not they couldn't be. Uh, it's right before they leave on their patrol. It's like, Ellie's like, oh yeah, we're gonna like me and Joel are gonna have a movie night tonight. It's like, oh like, what's uh, like, what are you gonna watch or whatever and stuff like that. And it's like, you just think that's like, okay, like, you knew at that point that there was some stuff going on between the two of them, but not to what extent. And like Ellie was trying to like brush Maria off. It's like, uh, like I'm fine, I'm fine. Like every like we're we're good. Clearly they weren't, but they were trying to resolve that stuff. It's like that movie night was gonna be the first time that like they kind of sat down and like tried yeah. to mend that relationship but ultimately weren't given the chance and like it, like the more you think about the game and like just I agree with what you were kind of saying at the beginning of this discussion that I wish certain things were in different orders but the fact I think the way that their relationship was unveiled unveiled like oh yeah Perfect like time, their life man. in Jack like their life in Jackson was mm-hmm. like it was incredible like it like every single cutscene ended with like, oh my god, this is how it's gonna play out. Yeah. Okay. Nope. This is how it's gonna play out. Like when I thought that those were her last words to Joel, like I was like, no, 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 please. <laughs> like it can, it can't it can't be that bad. And then like yeah. Then they try to reconcile and it's worse. <laughs> like, but yeah, man, it's it it's it's crazy. You're right. <clears throat> You're right. Um. Uh, one of the last things uh, I want to just, I guess, to talk about is um, more or less your your favorite, I guess, your your, your favorite scene, your favorite segment um, in the game. Um, mine for sure was uh, it had to be when they uh, when uh, they go to the museum and uh, yeah for her birthday or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, Joel gives her the cassette with the audio for the launch. That to me was like that's that's the warmth of the first game and that's all that's really all the warmth you get is from a young ellie when like she had that energy because you don't see that ellie you don't see the first game ellie in this game at all i mean there's like a joke here and there but like just that to me was like 
that was powerful. Like I felt some type of way when I saw that because like I was, I, I my my eyes got a little water and I was yeah. like, wow, like she's really like the imagination that she has for a child that doesn't know what that what space exploration quite is is mm-hmm. amazing. Like even with like the the arcade when she was playing Angel Knives, like that to me yeah. was like, whoa, yeah, and the Left wild. Behind, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of mad that there wasn't too much like. There was just no like, you remember when? Well, there was like the conversation where he's like, "You remember when you used to collect those comics?" And she's kind of just like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. She's like, that's it. That was that was part of my journey through the first game, collecting those for you. Well, I mean, there's cards now, but yeah. Well, I mean, they even they brought up the comics um, a little bit later when uh, that that scene where you start with Tommy and the rifle, and then you like. Uh, start talking yeah, to Joel yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like oh like you start reading those comics like yeah they're not really for me but then like starts like nerd out about it a little bit like he secretly really likes it um yeah you're right and then like right. there's there's a like with the whole because I feel like the left behind DLC is a crucial thing to have experienced to understand I think Ellie's character journey and stuff and the way things play Mm -hmm. on this game with like her losing riley and dina Mm -hmm. kind of being like riley in the sense that they're like very spontaneous and fun and like you clearly see that like ellie has a type it's like her antithesis almost it's like this is the person that completes me because like ellie has always inherently like been this person who's experienced a tremendous amount of loss and like Right. It's just, it, her life has just been almost nothing but dark, except when mm-hmm. she was allowed to have these moments of levity and stuff like that. But right. Right. Um, they do reference the uh, the Angel Knives arcade machine, like in that one, um, like one boss fight kind of like boss fight. It's like in our in an arcade with like a yeah, bloater. I did see that. Like yeah, you can like walk. Like I was like. I was like, there's got to be an Angel Knives thing in here. And like, I like walked like around the entire arcade until I found it. I was like, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like the, those moments are cool. That they, There's a lot of like small references to the first game, like especially having just yeah. finished it again. It's like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like really, really great moments where it's like, oh, that's a nice little callback. Um, sure. Just like For casual, sure. like one-liners. But I think like if there was one scene that like really really stood out to me i i think it's the the take on me like the acoustic Mm -hmm. uh cover because like it just it stood out like it was you had this like build up that like joel taught ellie guitar which is another callback from the first game where it's like you know even her singing for him in the first game it was like oh yeah you know you know once it's all like said and done like you should sing for me and like he's like mm-hmm. yeah right and like i'm not gonna do that and like joel had like having wanted to be a singer in another life and like ellie in the first game talking about wanting to be an astronaut and that was the only time that was ever mentioned and then it's a relatively large part in this game with like the pin that that she gets in the whole experience with joel in the museum mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um her like joel finally teaching her guitar and then like her pretty much expressing herself through music and like you read her journals and like she's writing lyrics about the traumatic experience with Joel and like scratches out the ones she doesn't like and like she's building these songs and stuff like that and then 
for not not necessarily culminate but like it you get that moment in the game where she like finds the guitar and like starts to mess around with it a little bit and then like does that beautiful rendition of uh take on me it was like that's like something that i'll like that's a moment in this game that as old as i'll get or whatever and as like my memory is fucking awful but like that's something that i will always always remember because it's such a beautiful moment man it's it's crazy for sure for sure for sure all right guys that wraps up the second uh segment of i guess uh this last of us recap uh tune in for the last uh segment here it'll be probably a little shorter than this one um but yeah thanks again john carlo for being here absolutely see you guys on the next one